All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning and thanks for tuning into this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. I'm Neeraj Shah and let's start with the geopolitical updates. The whole world has urged India and Pakistan to show restraint in the ongoing escalation. China has shown willingness to mediate in the issue with Chinese Foreign Minister Wang Yi saying yesterday that they are concerned about the rising tensions and that China is willing to play a constructive role. As I speak, the whole of India prays for the safe return of the missing pilot. In global news, the White House announced on Wednesday that Donald Trump will participate in a joint agreement signing ceremony with Kim Jong-un. The ceremony will take place on Thursday, the second day of Trump's summit with Kim in Hanoi, Vietnam. The White House did not provide details on the contents of the joint agreement. However, besides this, there wasn't much clarity that came in on the trade war front, which is the other big issue. And as a result, the US markets came off marginally, settling down about 70 points for the Dow. The S&P 500 was flat with a 0.1% cut, but the Nasdaq managed to close marginally in the green. The silver lining, though, was Robert Lighthizer reportedly telling the Wall Street Journal that the U.S. is working to formally abandon plans to hike tariffs on Chinese goods as long as talks continue. It's a developing situation. Oil prices, meanwhile, jumped by the most in almost a month after a plunge in U.S. stockpile showed that OPEC and its allies are tightening global supplies despite Donald Trump's protests. Remember, crude futures have been supported this year by OPEC's deal with Russia and the other producers to keep about 1.2 million barrels per day off the market in order to drain a global oversupply. In data later today, India's GDP numbers are likely to come out and likely to show a slowdown in the October-December quarter as financing from non-bank lenders became constrained and consumption moderated. Official estimates for the third quarter growth will be released and a Bloomberg survey of 41 economists pegged the GDP growth at 6.8% in the third quarter of FY19. This compares to a GDP growth of 7.1% in the second quarter of FY19 and 7.2% in the third quarter. Keep in mind, it's also time for traders and policymakers to get a detailed look at how the US economy closed in 2018. Several key data points that were postponed due to the government shutdown will be made public this week, starting with the preliminary GDP estimate for quarter four. In corporate news, Odisha Cement, which is soon to be renamed Dalmia Bharat, said it has filed a complaint with regulators and the police after NSDL transferred mutual fund units of the group's arms. Mutual fund units worth almost 344 crore rupees, according to them, illegally and unauthorizedly transferred uh, from the DMAT accounts of Odisha Cement and Dalmia Cement East, as per the company's information to the exchanges. Mutual fund managers who spoke to Bloomberg Quint off-record expressed surprise and dismay over the development. More will be known during the course of the day. Indian markets continued to remain volatile for a second in a trot, with the India VIX showing a two-day uptick not seen for the last few months. I must add that the mid-cap index has shown remarkable poise in the last two days. The Asian screen is lower the last time I checked, undoubtedly pegged down by the geopolitical tensions and the lack of clarity on the trade war front. The SGX Nifty 2 indicates a flat start to trade. It's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup in India. Good morning, Darshan. Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are decent at this point of time, but the SGX Nifty is indicating a flat outlook. Commodities also rather stable in trade today. 
In terms of stocks to watch out for, watch out for Wipro. They have said that Alight will acquire Workday and Cornerstones on demand business from Wipro. The deal is an all cash deal consideration of $110 million and Wipro expects to close the deal during the fourth quarter of FY19. Uh, this business was acquired by Wipro in 2016. Morgan Stanley expects this deal to be largely neutral to marginally accretive to FY 2020 EPS. Access Capital says that the di- divestiture will sharpen Wipro's focus on key offerings and investments. Odisha Cement or Dalmia Bharat, uh, they have said that certain mutual fund units valued at 344 crores have been illegally transferred by the depository participant. Units were held in the erstwhile arm OCL India and Dalmia Cement East. The matter has been reported to the appropriate authorities and investigation has been initiated by SEBI as per the company. Varok Engineering will be in focus. The Morocco arm commences commercial operations from Feb 26. The plant has been set up to manufacture and supply automotive lighting parts. Jet Airways says that seven more aircrafts have been grounded due to non-payment of lessers. Jet says it's making all efforts to minimize disruption to its network. Punjab National Bank reduces its MCLR by 10 basis points across various tenors with effect from 1st March. Suprajit Engineering will be in focus because of a bulk deal. First State Asia-Pacific Fund acquired 23 lakh shares in the company. Small Cap World Fund sold in 26.5 lakh shares in the company. IHH, the owner of Fortis Healthcare, uh, in a conference call post the number, said that the occupancy at Fortis has risen from 61 to 62% earlier to 65%. They are currently performing a purchase price allocation for the acquisition and there can be minor impairments that are being recognized for Fortis's assets. Credit Suisse has come out with a note on NBFCs. They say real estate sector NPAs are likely to rise in the fourth quarter due to lack of funding from NBFCs. Developers are saddled with inventory of more than 40 months of sale in most market. Cash flow constraints and incremental credit from NBFCs have started to push NPA levels higher and they remain cautious on companies Companies like India Bulls Housing Finance, Edelweiss, LNT Finance, and Yes Bank. CLSA has come out with a note on Vodafone Idea in which they maintain a sell and raise and keep the target price at 27. They are saying that the rights issue will be adequate only for two years. Going regional can cut debt by 25% and boost EBITDA by around 20% in FY20. And going regional can lower forecast gearing from seven times to five times EBITDA by FY21, according to the brokerage. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks, Dashan, for the details. And as we wrap, I repeat that our prayers are with the missing pilot. May he return home safe and soon. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 